Hey guys, it's Frank here at the Paleo Mama, and I'm actually flying solo today. Uh, my wife is out and about, and so I am handling today's podcast, and I am actually really excited to be bringing to you today my talk that I did in Washington, D.C. with doTERRA. It is the Men's Health Talk. And I also wanted to make sure that I discuss with men's health, I wanted to talk a little bit about mental health as well. And so I did this talk a couple of months ago, and I am thrilled to be able to speak to the men that are in our lives to be able to help them support lifelong wellness as well. I start off with a simple disclaimer, you know, as always, I am only on here for educational purposes. I am entirely acting uh, independent of my training, and I wanted to ensure that we're not diagnosing or curing or preventing any or treating any type of disease, and really it's just for informational purposes, but a lot of really great information is going to be covered. So I started off, as any person should, (laughs) I started off with a search on men's health in, you know, Dr. Google, and so I saw a lot of like different really good things about men's health. I saw stuff about essential oils with beard oils and pomades. Um, surprisingly, I found something about male enhancement. Um, I X'd out that window and restarted my search. And, you know, shaving creams and colognes and things like that. So you get the idea. The, the thing that we men want is we want ease of use and practicality. And a lot of us have this feeling of, are they really only just good for women? Because, you know, doTERRA by and far is a very much a women-oriented business, and it's not, all right? That's the simple answer is that both men and women, it doesn't matter if you are a man or woman, you can get the type of benefit, the therapeutic benefit from the essential oils as well. So I really want to help get rid of that stereotype that they're only just good for women. We're going to talk about some health issues. We're going to actually talk about the top 10 health issues for men. I want to talk about just general health and well-being, right? And this is where something that is called daily habits, and we want to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about some specific things that plague us guys. We're going to talk about cardiovascular health and respiratory health and mental health. And then how do you even get men to actually look at natural solutions for healthcare? Like how do they, how do you even get them to open up that can of worms and decide to actually take their health and their wellness to heart? So moving into these these health issues, I got this from health, or Clinical Advisor, which is a website that everybody is able to look on. And as of right now, this is data from the last couple of years, but the top 10 men's health issues are these. Men are looking at cardiovascular issues. So like, you know, that would be your heart attack, your stroke, other what is called, uh, you know, cardiovascular incidents. Those are the things that usually get men by and far. Respiratory issues, we've got folks with COPD, we've got lung cancer happening in there. Number three is alcohol use, and then there's a bunch of associated issues with too much consumption of alcohol. It leads to certain things like uh, liver disease or fatty liver or something like that. And number four is depression and suicide, and we're going to really dig into both of those uh, when it comes to men because we really need to speak about those, and those are near and dear to my heart. Number five is accidents. Uh, no, not just car accidents. We're talking about, you know, like some people 
or some men have a hobby of working in, you know, a workshop or they have incidences where they're out with their job. And unfortunately, there's a lot of industrial accidents that can happen or occupational accidents that can happen. Number six is diabetes with all of the complications that come from diabetes. Number seven is skin cancer. Number eight is HIV and AIDS. And then number nine is influenza and pneumonia. And then number 10 is liver disease. So as you can see, pretty specific. When I look at this list, I think of all the different men that I've come across in my life that have likely had a lot of these concerns. And these, unfortunately, do continue to plague us. And the thing that I wanted to say the most is that besides one or two of them, uh, all of these are preventable. All of these are something that we can do to actually discourage the opportunity for these situations to come along in our life. Uh, and this comes from, you know, having a great diet, exercising well, making sure that we're making the right choices, removing toxins, and looking for other ways that we can have a more healthier lifestyle in order to not become a part of these statistics. So why don't men actually look for regular health care? Well, unfortunately, a lot of these stereotypes are very true, and I've absolutely heard these uh, out of other men's mouths, and as well as I probably have said them myself. But things like, I don't have one, like as in, I don't have a doctor, I don't need a doctor, I don't have time to go see the doctor, I'm otherwise healthy, I'm fine. Uh, doctors are too expensive, I don't want a bunch of tests, uh, I don't have insurance, oh, and I'm, not, I'm okay without one, I'm, I'm tough. Uh, you know, here's one that makes me giggle is my significant other keeps telling me that I need to go see the doctor. But number 10 that I saw, this one is really, really true and really, really hits home is I'm scared of the results of these, what these tests might actually find. So I'm going to just let that sink in for a second because I know that I have definitely heard that in my family and I have probably heard that through many of the patients that I used to see is I just don't want to know the results. So where do we actually start? Well, the very first thing is that we want to look at an appropriate wellness lifestyle, guys. We cannot have a lifestyle where we are making poor choices. If you have an opportunity, either while you're listening to this podcast or you're listening to it in the car or when you get ready to stop, pull it up on your smartphone or check it out on your computer about the foundations of wellness or the doTERRA wellness lifestyle. And what this will show you is a, a diagram, a, a pyramid that shows all of the different lifestyle choices that we can make. On the, on the bottom portion, there's six tiers to this. On the bottom four tiers, these are lifestyle choices things. This is where we uh, have the correct nutrition. This is where we have some sort of a movement uh, exercise protocol, if you will, where we get good rest and we can manage our stress. And then, of course, we can look at and manage our toxic uh, situations that we have in our life. And when I say toxic loads, I'm going to even talk about social toxins. I'm going to talk about environmental toxins, physical toxins, things like that. But then there's a line that the top two, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, portions of this lifestyle are informed self-care and then proactive medical care. So at the tip of the iceberg or at the tip of the 
pyramid. We still have a medical provider involved in our lifestyle, in our wellness lifestyle. We absolutely should go see the doctor because we need to have various labs taken care of. We need to have have certain procedures done that will help us guide our other four tiers to making sure that we are choosing the correct lifestyle. It's a very dynamic process, and we need to be influencing all six of these tiers constantly throughout our life. So the very first thing, if you get nothing else from this podcast, guys, the very first thing you can be doing to improve your health right now is to quit smoking. If you're a smoker, you need to stop smoking right now. Now, there are other toxins. There's BPA, there's pesticides, there's bad water. There's all these other toxins and stuff like that, but stop smoking right now. I read a book by Dr. Lynch called Dirty Genes. I recommend that you go pick it up. It's a really great book about talking about uh, one of, in his introduction, talks about getting uh, eight delicious hours of sleep. And that, that quote will stay with me. That little sound bite will stay with me forever because it is exactly what we need to get. You know, there's been plenty of studies done to determine what the correct amount of sleep is. And the correct amount of sleep is usually you'll see some say seven, some will say nine. So on average, we need to be getting eight hours of sleep as an adult. And we need to make sure that those are eight quality hours of sleep. So just because I might be in a 10-hour window and I'm quote-unquote sleeping for those eight hours, if I'm getting up frequently, if I'm doing things that are making me rustle, if I don't have the correct sleeping environment and it's waking me up, well, then any of those interruptions are not allowing us to get into those restorative sleep patterns that we need to be getting into. And then, yes, we need to have a moderate exercise routine. Yes, there is too much exercise, okay? You absolutely can set yourself up for real significant situations where your body will not ever be given a chance to heal, uh, you know, from a workout regimen or from a very vigorous workout regimen. You're making great gains. You're looking good and things like that. But the problem is, though, is that that can also lead to complications as well. And so we did a 30-day challenge for a lot of the folks on our team, and it worked out really great. We have some really great data from that. The, we started something called the Daily Habits. Uh, doTERRA did something like that on the 15th of April of this year, and it actually was pretty well received by our team. And I wanted to share a lot of these uh, challenges that we had with you. So we ran this 30-day challenge with I think it may have been around 100, 150 folks on our team who said, you know what, for the next 30 days, we want to take charge of our health and give ourselves a good jolt as to making the right lifestyle choices. And so uh, we'll make it, I'll, I'll, I'll put this, uh, you know, this little piece of clip art. I'm dating myself for calling it clip art, but I'll put this little screenshot of what the actual challenge shows. In terms of what you're supposed to do in the morning, what you're supposed to do in the afternoon, and what you're supposed to do in the evening. There are certain supplements that we recommended, and then there was also some uh, oils that we recommended at a certain time. But let's talk about some of the results. We'll start with the, the, the finish, and we'll work our way back from there. So of all the folks that we had, all the different responses that we had, we had uh, – most of the folks, when we asked certain questions, I did something called Likert scales. These Likert scales were like something as easy as on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being I completely uh, agree with this statement, or excuse me, I completely disagree with this statement all the way up to number 10 is like I absolutely agree with the statement. And I did these Likert scales with all of these folks who finished the program. And 
it was really great to see these results. So when we first started, you know, on day one of the 30-day challenge, uh, about middle of the road when it came to this question of I can manage my stress effectively. Middle of the road, about half of the folks said I can, half of the folks said that I could not. When we finished up the 30-day challenge, everybody skewed more toward that right-hand side, meaning that they actually agreed with the statement more. Actually, all 100% of the participants did in fact say, that they agree or strongly agree with I can manage my stress effectively after the 30-day challenge. I asked them another question about it. Um, I said, could you also, uh, how, how happy am I with sleep? Well, there was, at the beginning of it, there was this big, wide variety of folks who were saying either I'm really great with sleep or I'm not so great with sleep whatsoever. So uh, of all 100 you know, percent of the participants, it was wide spectrum of folks. When I finished the challenge, I was at a point where everybody who finished the challenge with us was very happy or extremely happy with the type of sleep that they get. And it can happen with you guys as well. So what we did was we had a protocol that we followed, which was certain supplements throughout the day and certain oils. So like, think about it, for example, we said that, you know, you wanted to be on something like lifelong vitality, a multivitamin of some sort, right? You were going to take Terrazyme uh, with every meal. And then you were also going to look at other supplements that you think that you might need, whether that be like DDR Prime or, you know, making sure that you stay on your probiotic, something of that nature. Midway through the day, you could use some essential oils like Citrus Bliss as a pick-me-up, use it in your diffuser or something like that. And then at night, excuse me, we told people that they could... You know, use Serenity soft gel caps or even just Serenity in a diffuser by their bed. So like I said, I'll have the details about how that 30-day challenge worked uh, in the show notes on this podcast, and you are very welcome to go check that out. So let's get back to the support that we men need, right? I will hit these three major topics because I think that they are critical when it comes to helping with men's health. And that is, once again, as I said before, it was cardiovascular, respiratory, and mental health. So let's start off with cardio because you got to have heart. Well, in the Journal of Pharmacy and Pharmacology in May of 2015, I found an article that shows that linalool, all right, the main constituent in lavender essential oil and then some other essential oils that I'll list here in a moment. But linalool supports normal relaxation of vessels. And like I said, this was this is in a this is in a evidence-based published peer-reviewed journal showing that linalool actually can help normal relaxation of vessels. So the place where we find linalool is going to be in different places like clary sage, lavender, basil, cilantro, even coriander. They all have good levels of linalool as one of their main constituents inside of that oil. When it comes to the question of cholesterol, Uh, Additionally, we found that cinnamon and lemongrass, and there are some others, they support the cholesterol that's already within the normal range. And so if you need cholesterol support, cinnamon and lemongrass are fantastic. The way that I like to use them every day, excuse me, is I'll put one to two drops of cinnamon and one to two drops of lemongrass inside of a vegetable capsule. I top it off with uh, extra virgin olive oil, and I'll usually go ahead and use that once a day. And that's usually completely fine. But that is what I know is going to give me good cholesterol support, okay? 
Additionally, for when we look at circulation, Cypress showed an ability to reduce the toxins and stabilize healthy blood flow. And so I like to use Cypress uh, with an essential oil blend called uh, Aroma, or excuse me, uh, Aroma Touch. Um, I love using Aroma Touch on my lower body. I use it around my knees. I use it on my calves. I use it on stuff like that after a really long day of uh, working or standing on my feet or something like that. And I, too, I truly love the Cypress and how it really helps my lower extremities recover super well. And and so that's some of the oils, if you will, for cardiovascular. Moving on to respiratory, you know, we want to have focus and we want to be able to breathe easy, right? So like I said before, if you learn nothing else from this podcast, let it be a way of you knowing that you need to stop smoking, okay? But there are some really great essential oils and blends out there to help out. So breathe, of course, breathe blend, which is the respiratory blend, fantastic for giving your airways that focus and being able to breathe easy. I love lemon, lavender, and peppermint. It helps clear your airways, and it's really great during those seasonal times as well. Cardamom. Surprisingly, a lot of people don't know that cardamom, even though it's great for your gastrointestinal system, you actually don't realize that cardamom in a diffuser is a fantastic adjunct to breathe. I love putting cardamom and breathe in my diffuser next to my bed when I'm sleeping at night. I absolutely wake up. And my airways are nice and fresh. And then the last thing is that there is a really great way of being able to use essential oils on the go. You can put them in the palm of your hand, drop, drop or two on the palm of your hand. You can go ahead and rub your hands together. And then you just put your hands over your mouth and breathe deeply. Close your eyes and relax for a few. Because they actually support alveolar diffusion and other natural processes. And so... We really want to make sure that we're considering essential oils for respiratory health, especially in, in, in us men. And then lastly, I wanted to talk about mental health. This is an elephant in our room. This is an elephant in our society. Okay? I cannot stand that we don't talk about mental health more. As a veteran, I am very much aware of the statistics that are out there for veterans. And I would offer to you that it might be a little bit slightly higher in a veteran population of mental health, depression, you know, feelings of anxiousness and things like that. But honestly, it happens throughout our entire society. Let's face it, folks, life is hard and life is real tough. And we need to think about ways that we can support one another, not with just essential oils, okay? Not with just a healthy lifestyle, but we need to support one another and really recreate communities. I said on a Facebook Live a while ago is that we all have a story and you need to tell that story to somebody. There is there is therapeutic and emotional release with telling that story to somebody because your story has power, your story has significance, and your story is you. It's a part that makes you you. So we need to, as a collective whole, look out for one another. And so I urge you that if you're listening to this podcast, to find somebody who is willing to listen to your story because it will do wonders for the healing process of you recovering from something that happened that was emotional or your stress or whatever you got going on in your life. Telling somebody that story is going to do leaps and bounds amazement for your life. I wanted to develop an essential oil 
uh, blend that I felt that was going to help with my mental, my, my mental health, my mental support. And I call it the veteran support blend. I, or the warrior blend is what I've called it as well. And that is where I take a 10 milliliter roller bottle and I top it off with 10 drops of serenity, which is the restful blend, five drops of vetiver, and then 10 drops of balance or the grounding blend. I've also added a little bit of Roman chamomile if you see fit. So one to two drops of Roman chamomile because Roman chamomile, when you look at it out in the environment, it is actually known as the plant's doctor and it actually will help the uh, ability of the other plants around it. So it's really great for that. And, uh, and so lastly, I love to use this in a 10 milliliter roller bottle and I actually will put all of these in there. And it's really kind of cool when you put those all in there. To me, it looks like an American flag. Uh, so I love that before I shake it. it. It actually levels out to look like an American flag. But anyway, you shake that up. And then I apply it to various places. When I had a goatee, I would apply it directly onto my mustache. I loved it right there. I put it behind my ears and I kind of wear it as cologne. And I've had a lot of people like come up to me and be like, wow, that really smells great. What is that? And it gives me an opportunity to, once again, tell my story. And so I love this veteran support blend. So give it to anybody who you know needs that type of support, who know that needs some sort of, you know, uh, aromatherapy to be able to actually release uh, those, those emotions because that's super awesome. The next thing that we want to think about is emotional aromatherapy blends. doTERRA has a wide variety of essential oils that have been, or these blends that have been specifically designed for helping you out with your limbic system. The limbic system is what is created, or excuse me, what is inside of our primitive brain that helps us in the formation of memories. And so there's a lot of data out there now that's saying that you know, the inhalation of essential oils or the inhalation of anything will absolutely have a positive role in helping with the stability of your emotions because of its use with the limbic system. And so we can actually change our emotions quickly just by inhaling. It'll help us relax. We, you know, my wife, Jackie would inhale elevation. And she said that when she inhaled the elevation, she would be able to essentially inhale the joy again. And so she was able to overcome, you know, some of the situations that also were brought up in her life. And so this absolutely can be the inspiring part of our journey toward wellness is being able to use this, this wonderful blessing of emotional aromatherapy oils as well. So I say all that because it's like, well, how do you even get men started, right? Well, men are simple creatures. Like I said, we want ease and we want practicality. So the best way to get us to start is to do the daily habits with us, okay? Explain them, but then on top of that, do it with us. Like I often had to have Jackie literally put the different types of supplements or the different types of things out in front of me so I would actually take them because if it was on me, I'd forget. Uh, I had to make it simpler by even also getting one of those pill boxes, if you will, to make sure that I put my supplements in the pill box. That way I know on Monday I'm supposed to take these and I would empty it, right? Tuesday I'm supposed to take these. So that's another really good pro tip to remember. You know, make sure that you educate and provide knowledge. Uh, we are in a situation where knowledge is at our fingertips. And so we want to make sure that we know what we're doing and that it's going to have a lasting and positive benefit for us. You don't want to ever force oils on us, guys. We're creatures of habit. So start low, start slow, involve 
Some of the other oils that we know are the oil blends that we know that are going to be very helpful. Uh, maybe help us get better rest. Maybe help us where we need a little bit of a pick-me-up during the day. Use oils like that. Those are going to be the best ones to start off with. Use them in the family. Like one thing that helped with me was... You know, seeing that the essential oils were helping the health of my children and supporting the health of my children made me more aware of the fact that, oh, look, we might have something that's actually going on here. I remember a tangible change over the course of a couple of short months in which I noticed that my kids like had more energy and they were sleeping great and all those sorts of things. It was just really great to know that essential oils and our daily choices were absolutely helping out with that. Oils work best with the atmosphere of love. I cannot tell you that enough. We want to make sure that we don't butt heads about essential oil use. We want to like have a loving heart, right? Provide those honest swaps and show him that you care about him being on planet earth for as long as he possibly can. That's what worked for me, guys. I urge you to go out and start using those action steps to actually help your significant other as well. Well, that's all that I have. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you were able to learn a little bit about men's health and what we can do to help each other. I want to leave you with a quote that I love. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It's from John Holmes. And it says that there is no exercise better for the heart than reaching down and lifting people up. And that's exactly what we aim to do here. And that's exactly what we know that if you're listening to this podcast, you want to do it for somebody in your life. We do best and we find joy when we are finding the joy in others. And so I urge you to apply these things, choose these things, do things that you know are going to maintain or achieve and maintain a healthier lifestyle. And with that being said, I love you guys. And I can't wait to be back with Jackie. She's going to be back this week. We're going to do another podcast together, so please stay tuned for that. Make sure that you hit that like, that subscribe button. Uh, Let us know how these are affecting you. Uh, Give us ratings. Give us reviews. All that great stuff because we love you and we want to help you through this podcast, The Essential Oil Healthcare Radio. So until next time, this is Frank, and I will catch you again on our next podcast.